Good morning and welcome again to Inspirational Moments with Vera. This morning, I'd like to talk about the road leading to deliverance. That road right before deliverance comes because that road can look so different than anything we've experienced or seen before or even expected. That road can be filled with such harsh and opposing circumstances that bruise our emotions, tear at our soul, and even bring tears to our eyes as we wonder, what is all of this about? Why is it so hard, Lord? And when will it all end as one disheartening thing happens after another? And what we're going through is something we couldn't have imagined for our lives. But I have learned that roads with turbulent winds have been allowed by God, not at all to discourage us, but to encourage us to trust Him. They have been allowed by God to get us to the point that despite what we see, despite what we're going through, we are to trust God, even if with tears. Proverbs 16.20 encourages us when we are told, Blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. During stormy times, God wants to reveal his glory in things that are bigger than life to us, just as he did long ago. He wants us to see that he will not fail us and for us to recognize that Satan is a lie. When we read 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, We are told that Satan goes around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. The word didn't say that Satan will devour us, just that he seeks whom he may devour. So as long as we can recognize the difference between the two, we can focus on trusting God in a storm instead of falling prey to what we see in front of us. God has his eye on us in every storm And he will begin to make meaningful connections in a storm that a discerning heart will pick up on because God wants us to see that he intends to bring us out. Recently, I went through a storm with all the stuff on the road that I mentioned, even to the point of shedding tears. Everywhere I turned, obstacles bigger than life stood defiantly on my path. And you know what that did? It calls me to call out to God and remind him that he said, nothing is too difficult for me. So I had to keep telling myself that nothing is too difficult for God. You you know, the thing about obstacles is if we allow them to, they will turn our attention from trusting God to doubting God, to forgetting that God came through for us in the past in ways that defied all human odds. Obstacles can blind our thinking of remembering that God has brought us through some of the toughest circumstances time and time again. I was reading a passage of scripture this morning that caught my eye. It sheds light on how we should see storms that we experience in life. In the book of Exodus chapter 18 and verse eight, Moses was sharing with his father-in-law all the hardships that had befallen them on the journey. But Moses ended with telling his father-in-law how the Lord had delivered them. When I read this, I said to myself, that's our story right there. 
Because on this journey, we experience hardships in life, just as Moses said to his father-in-law. But we also experience God's deliverances, as Moses also said. And that's the part we need to hold on to, God's deliverance. Moses didn't leave this part out when he talked about their journey, and neither should we. In the midst of storms, we tend to focus on the heartache and the hardships instead of recounting God's past deliverances. I wished I had seen this long ago because it would have stopped some of my grumblings over the years, and probably some of yours too. Because storms are going to come. They are an inevitable part of life. So what are we, what are we going to say to our storm the next time? What is our response going to be to God when we face something bigger than life? What will be our story? Because whatever God is delivering us from, it has to be something big enough to remind us of who he is and big enough to remind the enemy of who he is too. There are some things in life God will give us the wisdom and provision to handle, but the mountain that we cannot move is for God. When I was going through my storm back then, one of the people God used to help me said to me, I don't understand why this keeps happening to you. And right after that, there was another attack. God allowed my trust in him to be tested right down to the last moment before his deliverance came, just as he did with the people of old. It hasn't changed. The road leading to our deliverance can look like many things because of the battle we face and because of challenging circumstances. But the one thing I am sure of is God wants us to trust him no matter what. Because if we don't, we start looking just like God's chosen people when they left Egypt. Every time they reached a rough patch, they cried out in complaints and grumbling rather than remembering what God had already done for them same as we've done. This makes me wonder, when are we going to recognize that the God we serve is going to allow things bigger than life to confront us to show forth his glory, his power, and his presence? When we can really grasp this, when we can really see it, we can then say to God in a storm, "Uh uh-huh, God, I am trusting you to come through for me because I remember what you did for me back then. When you walk with God, the things that touch your life aren't going to be small, chinsy things. They are going to be big things that can only be handled with the help of God because it is for his glory. It may be for our good, but it is for his glory alone. God has never changed who he is. He's never changed his position, never stopped being the God of the universe, the God of the Bible. He's never stopped being our divine healer, our deliverer. He is God eternal. He is God who says to you and me, is anything too difficult for me? And he is God who says, remind me of my word. You know, not long ago, I heard a young man by the name of Trent Shelton say, everything that come against you is a sign that you are going in the right direction. Think about that. So no matter the fierceness of the storm, God is directing our path. 
and he is greater than our storm. If you think about it, storms reveal where we are in our faith. They reveal where we are in our trust in God. Storms tell on us. After my storm was over back then, I had another thought about Moses. After his first encounter with Pharaoh, Moses went back to God. And and what did he say to God? What he said to God was, For since you have come, we have endured heartache and pain, and neither have we been delivered by you like you said. See, God's plan of deliverance didn't look at all like anything familiar to Moses or to God's chosen people. Although a chosen man of God, Moses initially questioned God's plan of deliverance. And Naaman is another one. He almost missed it too. In fact, Naaman almost missed his deliverance altogether because he didn't like the road God had chosen to bring about his deliverance. Naaman didn't like having to wash in the muddy waters of the Jordan Sea. If it wasn't for his servants telling him that if God had asked him to do something great, he would have done it. So how much more when told to simply wash and be clean? In the eyes of Naaman, clear water would have been more fitting for a decorated warrior. And I think this is where we miss it sometimes because when God is delivering us from something, the road he chooses can be so unfamiliar to us that we question and grumble against God. The circumstances can be so overwhelming, we don't like it. So perhaps like Naaman, we have felt the road we are on just doesn't fit for someone who walks closely with God. But the very roads we land on are the roads God chooses for someone who does walk closely with him. We can't tell God where to send us or what to do with us. If we want an answer to prayer, if we want deliverance to come, then we must be open to God steering us in a direction other than the one we have planned for, one that we have not foreseen, or for God steering us down a dusty and unfamiliar road that brings us discomfort, at least for a while. Nothing wrong with crying out on the road leading to deliverance, but need we grumble and complain? I think not. God sees the heart. So where are we on the road leading to our deliverance? What are we saying right now? What are our thoughts? If we begin with God, then we should go through it with God so that we end with God. I believe God is getting us ready for something he purposed for our lives when we go through life storms. For Naomi and Ruth, he had Boaz and the baby Obed waiting. For Queen Esther and Hezekiah, he had justice waiting. For Moses, God equipped and called him to to deliver his people Israel. For Paul, the gospel message was given to him. For David and Gideon and Peter and Timothy and many others. God had a purpose designed especially for each one of them, but after their storm. I'd like to mention one more passage of scripture that I believe will comfort your heart. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, we are encouraged, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. 
Times of testing are going to come through the storms we encounter. So we may find that we need to refocus our thoughts so that we can be found trusting God. We want to get what God is revealing to us about himself in the storm and what he is showing us about ourselves too. This is my story and it is my hope that you can see it too. I want to end this morning with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We come before the God who has revealed himself to us. We come before the God we know. We come to thank you for bringing us out of life's storms and for opening our eyes to see what you want us to see and understand. Father, I pray that we learn from history that need not be repeated. I pray that we flourish in your words and in your ways and that we find comfort in your purpose and plan for our lives. Father, we are thankful that nothing is too difficult for you. We thank you for the victory having your name. God, we pray for peace and a united spirit among your people who are called by your name. Help us, Father God, not to fall prey to the tactics of the enemy, but to remember that you have given us an overcoming spirit to stand in the face of the enemy who you have already defeated. In Yahshua's name I pray, amen.